to come up to stage. going today. Yeah, Greg's coping. I'm more emotional than anybody. Um, thank you so much, people that have travelled to help us celebrate what an amazing day this is. And I see the Kanagis down from northern New South Wales. And somehow they managed to get their same seats. <laughs> uh, creatures of habit. Um, we came up here in 2007 and I remember even the first time coming into this church and thinking what a fantastic church it is for one but um, just how close to God our senior pastors were and um, that was actually confirmed all the more a couple of weeks later when I don't know many of you mightn't realize but Baylife had soccer teams for so many years in fact I think we have a trophy that we've actually won every division in the Christian Soccer League. That's pretty impressive. Anyway, one, one day I was on the sideline with Greg and um, I didn't realise he had a prophetic gift, but this, this opposition player was running down the sideline and Greg, Greg was standing next to me and said, that guy's going to do a hammy. Next minute, pow, hammy was gone. And then the, um, I was reading the, um, the program list for the, for the last couple of weeks. I still do it on paper. I'm not an Elvento sort of person. I can't get into it. The last thing, I was, I was wondering who was preaching, and it said TBC. I thought that meant to be confirmed. It actually meant trimmed by COVID. So you were onto it even back then. But I do want to just... There's so many things that I really appreciate about Greg and Robin, and there's three things that I just would like to briefly um, talk about. One is faith. Um, you guys have got amazing faith, and sort of when we read in Hebrews, you know, it talks about um, closing the mouths of lions and quenching the fire and uh, being saved from the sword. I'm not talking so much about that faith, but it's the faith to rejoice in things that are still far off. It's the faith that Paul talks about that, you know, just to press in and to, to run the race. It's that consistent knowing that God has everything in hand. And if we can take anything from Greg and Robin, it's, it's that knowing that God has everything in hand. You know, it's just an, an amazing gift that you have had and I'm sure that you've shared um, through the congregations over the time and we deeply appreciate that. Um, the second thing that I'd just like to say is um, how authentic your ministry is. Um, so often you can go into church and this is like a backhanded comment, that the, the people up the front seem to have it all together, um, but you've never put a mask on to show that we've got it all together. Rather, you've stood up here and said, we know who's got it all together and we trust in him. And as lay people, that is such a blessing because we all know that we don't have it together. And so we don't necessarily look to you, but we look to the one that you look to. And um, that is truly a blessing for us. 
Um, the final thing um, I, I think that's important to mention is your integrity. And there's lots of examples I could demonstrate, but the one that I find most amusing um, in 2019, every year Greg and goes away, prays and fasts for the vision for the year for Bay Life Church. And in 2019, he came back with Ephesians um, 3.20, I think it was, um, talking about God who can do immeasurably more than we could hope or imagine through the power that's at work in us. But he, he actually delivered that to the church. And if you know anything about Greg's personality, he's a planner, he's a strategizer, he's proactive, he's thinking ahead, what you need to put in place to see this vision be fulfilled. But God says, I'm giving you the vision that's immeasurably more, not only that you can imagine, but you could measure. And you've got a plan for that. A person with less integrity would say, well, God told me we actually needed to expand our kids' ministry and we're going to do that by doing this, this, and this. But he brought it faithfully, the vision that God laid on his heart. And then, and because he does that, God then is allowed to work and outwork that through the rest of us. And um, that's truly, it's quite unique, I think. I don't know too many people that, that hold your integrity, both you and Robin. So we deeply appreciate appreciate you for that too and well the last thing I just want to say is actually to the rest of us um, I've been trying to process this you know why why when the church is running great um, when we think we've got things in hand do, do we get these shifts these big changes and I, I do a fair bit of reading and I've been reading biographies of um, evangelists and great men and women of God in the past and it always seems that God removes them from a from the their ministry right when you think they're doing the best thing but the, what I've come to realize it happened to Jesus too you know he, he was at the height of his ministry and he only had three years and he was reaching just about everybody and he was removed from the ministry and it, Jesus when his disciples were trying to understand this he said to his disciples you, you're not getting it I need to leave so that the next thing, the better thing, I can send to you. And as Adele pointed out to me just yesterday, I think it was, we're a living entity. We, we grow. At the start, we needed someone that could do everything. That's great. Administrator, pastor, preacher. But we've changed. God has got something else for us. So I just want you to go away with confidence that God has got something else for us that is bigger, better, if that could be possible. So on behalf of the board, on behalf of the congregation, I just want to say thank you, Greg and Robin, for all that you've done for us. deserve all that and more. <laughs> hey, um, 
You can keep playing. That's beautiful. Just keep going. It's really nice. Thanks. It's, it's really good. It's great. <laughs> hey, um, we, we have uh, some um, other people that want to say some things this morning. And um, first person that we're going to ask to come up is Robin's mum, Barb. If you would like to invite her to come up this morning. <laughs> She called us up the other day. She only has three pages, Robin. And she called up the other day and said, hey, uh, Tristan, um, I'd like to say something at church. Is that possible? I said, of course it's possible. And uh, she said, it's only three pages. I'll get through it quick. And uh, it's, this is Robin's mum. Robin's mum, Bob. So, um. Thank you, Chris. Nice surprise, Robin, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, good morning, everyone. As most of you know, I'm Robin's mum, and I can't let this occasion go past without having a few words. Robin and I have a lot of things in common. We came out nearly dressed the same this morning. She, she had to go back and get changed. <laughs> um, we have other few things in common. We married married high school sweethearts, played hockey, had four children, and we have another, a lot of other likenesses, as I'm sure you all know. Um, I can't compete with the number of houses they have had. I have lived in the same house for 67 years, and I think Rob and Greg are up to about 12. What a lovely journey they've been on. High school romance. Robin was school captain. Played in the New South Wales State girls hockey team. Greg played soccer, which he had played for a lot of years. After school, Robin became a pathologist technician. And uh, where are we? Oh, always an early riser, getting herself off to work. And she did overcome a nervous stutter, which she's probably forgot about. Greg went on to teacher's college, but didn't get a position and went to work for his dad in the hairdressing supplies. After getting married, their first house was at Charles Street, Edgeworth. And then they moved to Orange to carry on his work. And they bought a house in Sydney and they moved it up in two parts and put it on a property. After a few years there, they moved back to Lake Macquarie, sold ash at Lake Macquarie, tried his hand in the nursery business. Children began to arrive, Brenton, Tristan, Sophie and Claire, four under four and three quarters. What a time we had over those, that time. I can remember Robin painting one of the twins' toenails so she could remember which baby had been fed. <laughs> After some schooling at the bay, they attended... Macquarie Hills Church, where Greg found his calling, and the rest is history. They travelled every Sunday to the high school hall where the church began, then finally moved to the bay. After schooling, weddings and grandchildren starting to arrive. What a great job they have done from the swimming pool, which I'm sure a lot of you all had swum in, to what it is today. Uh, I remember Robin and Greg's first trip overseas to Tanner Island and uh, off Vanuatu. 
the small boat they travelled in, she said it wasn't much bigger than her father's fishing boat, but she was terrified. All the trips overseas doing wonderful work. They are to be congratulated. I have, joined, I have enjoyed coming up for your special days, always bringing Auntie Joan, remembering the Mad Hatter's tea party, etc. The beautiful children's choir from Africa. I'd help with mainly music, which I like doing. Robin spoke at the Mother's uh, Union at the church I used to attend. They were very impressed with her speech she'd done on the mass wedding you did in the Philippines. I thank them both for putting her dad at rest and to peace when he was very ill. Uh, we should have Sophie and Claire home. And Sophie and Claire. Claire's already gone home, hasn't she? <laughs> have Sophie and Sam and the children home next week. We're keeping our fingers crossed. Everything goes okay. I'm sure Chris and Tristan will carry on the good work here. I am very proud of their achievements over this time and I have been... I have felt I have been part of their journey in a small way. I have made many friends in the church over the years, and thank you all for making me so welcome. I'm sure Keith, Keith uh, Greg's dad's down the back there. I'm sure he agrees with all that I'm saying today. And thank you for the opportunity to speaking. Thank you, and I love you all. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Hey, we'll give another round of applause for Bob. And um, yeah, Greg's dad, Keith, is here as well today. And um, I'm sure that he would uh, have lots to say as well. But um, we do have a video that uh, a few videos that have been sent in um, just to honor uh, Robin and Greg this morning. So put your eyes up to the screen and we'll have a look. Good morning, Bay Life Church. Greetings from Darlene and myself. I'm sorry that I couldn't be with you there today. We are actually on vacation this weekend. But a very special greeting to Greg and Robin. And I suppose I just want to say a couple things. I just want to say thank you, first of all, for pioneering a kingdom church in the Port Stephens region, that you felt that God put that on your heart, you went to that region and you dug a church out of the ground. Along the way, you, you two have sown lots of seeds, of the gospel seeds into many lives, which I know that um, Darlene and myself and this church, and to be honest, for the generations to come, will reap a harvest from the work that you've done. I also want to congratulate you on building a strong and healthy church. And I thank God for men and women like you across our nation who are committed to their regions, to their communities of faith and also to their families. Well done to you. Darlene and I are humbled and honoured about the opportunity to receive the baton of leadership for Bay Life Church and are very excited about what the future beholds. I know that you want to see this church grow and go further than where you are today and we'll take that as our personal mission and mandate. We're looking forward to the God adventure for Hope You See Port Stephens. So we want to honour you, we want to celebrate you and call you blessed. Well done, good 
and faithful leaders who have served this church. Bless you guys. Have a well-deserved break and looking forward to um, the mission and the vision that God puts on your heart for the next season ahead. Bless you guys. Well, hello to everybody there at Bay Life. I'm hearing that this is a pretty significant moment in the life of your church. Greg and Robin, we're proud of you. We're grateful for all you are and for what you've done over the last two decades. And I know you're about to join the Hope You See tribe. They're friends of ours. We're part of the extended tribe of those wonderful people. But today, just before we look forward and we embrace the incredible future that's ahead of you and the wonderful things that God is going to do as you join this bigger family, we want to stop. We want to say thank you for your pioneering spirit. We want to say thank you for loving God, for loving people, and to continuing to lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you. Be blessed. I hope everybody today just loves on you big time because you deserve it. So from Lynn and I, from your leaders of the ACC, we stop, we say thank you, and we pray God continues to bless you incredibly. Well, hi to everyone at Bay Life Church. I just wanted to say a huge congratulations to Robin and Greg for 20 years of pastoring your church. Not only that, the exciting news that Chris and Tristan are going to be campus leaders of the new Hope You See up there. Well done for everybody. I reckon not only have you had pastors who have led fantastically well for 20 years, but also you have an incredible future ahead. We are praying and believing for everything that God does through you over the coming years. God bless. Hi, Mum and Dad. We just wanted to say massive congratulations. We're so proud of everything over the last 20 years and I can't believe that you've finally come to this point but we're so excited for the next season and yeah we're just so happy for you guys and can't wait to be there in person really soon. Yeah good Robin and Greg well done on the 20 years it's like crazy to think that you know Bay Life has been going that long and the amount of lives that you guys sort of changed and, and impacted just through your leadership and through your heart for all the people there at Bay Life and yeah well done we're looking forward to being back and seeing you guys soon and just yeah, doing life once again with you guys. But congratulations, well done. Um, enjoy yeah, whatever that next season looks like for you guys and uh, we'll see you soon. Ah. <laughs> doing good. <laughs> good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. You know what? We do want to honour Robin and Greg today. And thank you and thank them for the incredible season that they've had. Um, As senior pastors here at Bay Life Church, that the lives that have been impacted in this community and through this church, we will never know (laughs) the amount of lives that have been. And... um, you know, everyone has said this, that you're so faithful, and you are, and um, I'm not going to go for too long, but I just want to um, thank you, personally. <laughs> Can the keyboard come back up? Make it sound good. Like, just not me crying on stuff, joking, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> like, at least there's keys in the back, the crying sounds good. Um. But I just want to thank you personally for what you've sown into my life, into, um, you know, my leadership. And 
I, I wouldn't be here today <laughs> on this platform without you guys. And I just want to honour you and thank you. And we commit to, I suppose, ah, oh, I've got this. I've, I, we commit <laughs> to taking the baton and to finishing <laughs> the race. Ah. So, this morning we do have a, a gift for Robin and Greg um, that we'd like to give. We are also going to take up a love offering in this service. And um, that you'll, you'll see that there's some um, slips on the seats around you. If, you. if you need a pen, just put your hand up and our, our service team will be able to get a pen or you can, you can give cash into that. And um, I just want to take a, take a moment just to be able to do this and uh, just to be able to honour um, the, the legacy and the commitment that Robin and Greg have, have sown into this church. And I think it's only, um, it's only appropriate for us to be able to take up a love offering for them today. So Tristan, why don't you come up? You can take your mask off. Everyone can see your beautiful face. And uh, Robin and Greg like to come up on stage as well. And this is just the gift from our church to you guys. You're going to love this. And um, it's, a, it's a coffee table book uh, full of photos through the, the 20 years with stories and people's um, thanks in there for you guys. So you'll love it. You'll read through it. You'll cry a lot. It's all their message. All the, it's like a big card in a book. So uh, I know that's what you love. And um, we just want to honor you today. And uh, if we could stand up one more time, <laughs> and just thank you. And um, the amazing Beck O'Donoghue put this together for us all the way from Perth. So she did, which is great. Hey, so we're going to take that um, offering up now. And... Um, as we do, as the buckets go around, we're going to invite Craig Davo to come up this morning and uh, encourage us in a word. Why don't you give him a round of applause? You can have that, mate. Oh, got your own. <laughs> um, you can feel the weight of the honour this morning. You can feel the sense of affection and love for you, uh, Greg and Roman, and... Um, it is certainly my honour to be here today. Obviously, I'm not John Pennycook. Uh, I'm <laughs> the younger model, but only just. Um, so thank you. Uh, I had the privilege of being part of the launch team of um, what was uh, originally Macquarie Li uh, Christian Life Centre, Nelson Bay. Then it became Nelson Bay Christian Life Centre. It's had um, many iterations over the years. Um, but certainly, I can honestly say I'm proud of what you have become and what you have put into place here, Greg. There is a footprint, not only a physical footprint, but a spiritual footprint throughout this region because the McEwans said yes. Yeah. And so we honour you and we, we respect you for uh, that decision. Um, Barb, a beautiful word from you today. It's quite ironic. I too came in the same outfit <laughs> and uh, lucky I had a spare shirt in the car. Um, <laughs> you all look very resplendent in your blue masks. Good on you for backing the New South Wales guys tonight. Uh, I'm... Listen... <laughs> Here we go, here we go. I am 
a God-honouring, Bible-believing, spirit-filled Christian, 362 days a year. <laughs> On Origin nights, I take all my Christ-likeness, I pop it in a small box and I just spend about 90 minutes yelling abuse at Queensland. Couple in the audience with us today, hello. Yeah, you're a firm believer, there we go. I'm just going to hold up, hold up the voice tonight. Anyway, I bring greetings from Pastor Mark and Ros there at Macquarie, um, from which Bay Life was birthed and uh, they certainly they send you their love. Um, and, and, and their dear affection for you guys, and I'm sure they'll catch up with you at some stage soon. Uh, unfortunately, Roz has been in German-fested Sydney, so she can't be here. I want to talk this morning about legacy. Um, because, if we can get the first slide up, that'd be spectacular, thank you. Uh, what Greg and Robin are handing on is a legacy. And not just to Chris and Tristan but to us as Baylife Church, to you guys, there's a legacy that you get to pick up from this point and move forward. If we can have a read of Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. I was part of the beginning work. 20 years ago, I was involved in a reading group that Greg McEwen put together, and I'm surprised that he let a five-year-old in, but I was a, a reading group... <laughs> A, a mentor group for young leaders. And I joined up because he had this resplendent moustache that was quite a sight to behold. I'm, I'm working on I've got a cricket match going on here, 11 aside. But we, we, we read books and every month we would discuss these leadership books and, and Greg poured himself into about half a dozen young guys building up the next generation. We'd meet on a Saturday morning for breakfast and I think we ended up going through about 10 books as, as part of that mentor group. I honestly read maybe two. <laughs> I didn't join the group because of the books. I joined the group because someone believed in yeah, me. Right. Someone invested in me and thought there's potential in this guy. And Greg, that is the legacy that hundreds of people that have been influenced by this church would also speak volumes about yourself and Robin. Greg started talking about planting a church up in Nelson Bay. I'd not really heard this, this thing about planting a church. It was new to me. It started to interest me. And the next thing I knew, I was on a team for six months, driving up to Tomaree TAFE every Sunday morning at the crack of dawn to start a new church. I became a master at setting up chairs. I became a master at putting speakers into the back of a trailer because, uh, you know, you've got to play to your strengths. Um, the acoustics of the room were terrible. The coffee was just worse. It was god-awful stuff. It was Nescafe Blend 43 on a good day. It's that, it's that coffee that once you'd drunk it, you'd lose the will to live. And, and you'd regret every decision you've ever made in your life up to that point. But then Greg and Robin graciously started trusting me with other opportunities. Some of the first full-length sermons I ever preached were at this church. The first time I picked up a bass guitar, I took bass guitar lessons so that I could be on the roster at this church. Yeah. My first lesson was at 9.29am. <laughs> and suddenly I was up playing and they stayed away in their thousands. It was quite a powerful morning. Uh, because when you plan a church, sometimes you just got to scramble. When you find out the night before that there's lockdown restrictions and everything that's got to happen, you just got to scramble. And can I tell you, these two are masters <laughs> at scrambling and we've benefited from years of that to where we are today. Ten years on from the start of Baylife Church, Mark Zare asked Carly, my wife and I, to plant a church in Melbourne. 
And the first thing that came to my mind were the McEwans. I thought of how they had stepped out in faith and if they could do it, then maybe I could do it too. We had a completely different journey down in Melbourne. Uh, it, uh, it didn't work out the way that we had originally planned. But it was what God wanted for us because the things that we've seen, the doors that have been opened since we made that move have been extraordinary. Some of you know my story. The move to Melbourne was miraculous for my son. Uh, Melbourne quite literally saved my son's life. The doctors told us when uh, Carly was pregnant with him that he had a congenital heart defect and if that he had been uh, conceived in any other city apart from Melbourne or San Francisco, he wouldn't have made it to full term. Uh, we were in Melbourne for the time that the world's most awarded paediatric cardiologist was there, a wonderful French man who wore crocodile shoes. <laughs> but he was a Christian and he prayed for every kid before he operated on them. And all of that brought my son to life and meant that I've got now a seven-year-old who would be destroying your children's <laughs> facilities if he was here today. But let me tell you, it was because I stepped out in faith based on the example, the legacy, the mentoring that I had received. And you don't know this, but I credit you with a lot of the success that my family is seeing now. So thank you. And there's other people here... There's many people here who are here in the formative days. We've got the Days, we've got the Lavenders, we've got Andy and Jan. And we're part of a healthy, grace-filled church now. Chris Clum turned up. You had to as part of the parole arrangement. It was... <laughs> awkward couple of years there, but, you know. God forgives shoplifting. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I want to say this. God has in no way finished building this church. This is not the end of a season. This is a transition into the new. Nothing finishes today. There is more to come. The best days are ahead of you. The name will change. The signs will change. The personnel that you see up here and on the screen will change. But Bay Life Church remains. The legacy remains. Continues to gather steam. Continues to move forward. You will continue to bring lives and bring people into the presence of Jesus. And there are hundreds of people in Port Stephens who have been touched and changed because you too made the move. Legacy is a thing that lives beyond us. Legacy is what people remember about you when you're gone. Now, you're not dead, which is that's a positive. You're looking, you're looking pretty robust, so that's a positive. The Bible speaks a lot about legacy. It speaks about passing things on to the next generation. Some people believe that their legacy is to teach children to read. Some people believe their legacy is to cure the incurable diseases. Some people believe their legacy is to change the world for Christ. I want to introduce you to Victor Dorman on the next slide. Victor Dorman passed away in March at the age of 80 and he changed the way, this is his legacy, he changed the way the world bought cheese. In the 1950s, he created a machine that sliced cheese and, he, and packaged the slices up with a sheet of paper between the cheese slices. This was revolutionary and in the day, he made the equivalent of $50 million because he stuck paper between cheese slices. That's his legacy. Can I tell you, the legacy that these two are leaving is more significant because lives are eternally changing. Families are being restored. Marriages are being made more robust, more healthy. And generations will be affected because of the legacy they're leaving. Next slide, please. Proverbs 32, 22. A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children. 
Something else happened to me 19 years ago. I started work for Centrelink, for a federal government agency. And my job was to start providing financial education to Australians. And in the research that we found there, over 50% of Australians currently do not have a will. A lot of Australians have not made any plans in, and put any plans in place about passing on what they have gathered and what they have accumulated to those who are coming along behind them. They're not future-minded. And while mostly when you talk about wills and estates and things like that, the physical legacy, it's to do with physical assets, there's a tendency for many people to, to neglect thinking about what the spiritual assets are that they're handing on, the things that have lasting and eternal value that are being handed on. You can see in the lives of the McEwen's kids, there's been spiritual assets handed on down. That, I can't believe your daughter's accent. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to have to... Yeah, we're not going out of her. <laughs> but we, we need to be future-minded on that front. And Greg and Robin, you have set up this church for a beautiful future. Yep, the branding will change. There'll be some new colours. You'll see all that stuff. But the heartbeat of Greg and Robin will live on in this church for generations. Chris and Tristan, they probably can't tell you this. Mark and Darlene probably can't tell you this, but I'll tell you this. Do not discount the gift you're being given. I've been part, because of some exposure that I had in the ACC down in Melbourne and Victoria, I've been part of some church transitions and some uh, re renaming, rebranding exercises that have gone pretty, pretty poorly. You have, and forgive the terminology, you've won the church lotto here. You are receiving a healthy body. There's no strife, there's no split, there's no conflict, there's not debt. This is a gift to you. And I know your heart, I know what's going on, and I know that you know you can't do this. But the good news is, and you guys need to understand this, you know someone who can. Christ is the ruler of this church. Not Greg and Robin, not Chris and Tristan, not Mark and Darlene. Christ is our undefeated, sea-splitting king. And he has, he has intentions and plans for this church. 2 Timothy 2 verse 2, got the next verse up there. The things I taught you, I now want you to teach to other faithful people who will be able to teach others also, the handing over, the passing on of the baton is significant. If you know the Dead Sea in the Holy Lands, you've got the Sea of Galilee in the north, the River of Jordan that links it to the Dead Sea. The Sea of Galilee is this beautiful body of water used for commercial fishing to this day. It takes in the waters from the tributaries, it, it, it fosters life within it and the waters of the Sea of Galilee flow down into the Dead Sea and the Dead Sea is 100% stone cold dead it is full of salt it is full of brine and it is bitter because it has no outflow there is so much salt in the dead sea that you could go and literally float on the surface without even trying because it's a dead body of water this church has been the sea of galilee for this region it's been receiving from the tributaries and it's been passing on life through these two to the next generation and we are blessed to be part of that even after two decades of giving out and letting the waters flow, Greg and Robin, there's still more to do for you guys. Your title may change, your role may change, but there's still people to be influenced. There's still marriages to be uh, saved in need of strengthening, in strength of salvage, and that's your heart. You may be retiring from this position, but you're not being called out of the need to minister. 
The life you've lived has become the legacy that you've deposited here. We could pass a microphone around this room right now and I've got no doubt that people would easily be able to describe your legacy to you. We could, we could get people up here and I'm sure, just as Chris did, there would be tears, there would be the need for a keyboardist in the background <laughs> where people are sharing about your leadership, your example, your marriage and your kids and how you have modelled that to all of us. Acts 13.22, David is described as a man who is after God's own heart. Even after he was an adulterer and a murderer, God still called him a son of my own heart. And that's the same for you guys. And, and, and I've got no doubt, there's probably things where you quietly grimace behind the scenes, hopefully not about affairs and murder. Um, I don't know, it's a big block of land, you could probably bury a few things up here. But <laughs> a couple of faces that aren't here anymore. Um, I don't know, I'm just, I'm an outsider, I can say what I want. Um, <laughs> there would be moments, there would have been seasons where things weren't perfect. There would have been times where you wept in each other's arms about the pressures of ministry, things where it's fallen off. But I want to reassure you, you are people after God's own heart. You have influenced many people, including this bozo up here, just by how you've lived your life. Philippians 3.17, join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, just as you have us as a model. Keep your eyes on those who live as we do. A lot of people don't get to see the legacy that they leave behind. You know, people stand up and all the kind words and all the positive reflections come out at the funeral when they're stone cold in the ground. <laughs> and a legacy often only comes out after you've gone. You guys have the privilege of seeing your legacy grow legs and run forward boldly into the future. It's sitting next to you. It's sitting behind you. You're surrounded by your legacy. The life you live is the legacy you leave. I'll finish with this. Dr. Warren Webster, if we can get the next one up. This is a prolific American missionary who lived in Pakistan for 50 years, turning lives around, changing them for good, changing them for God. He said this when he retired and returned to the States. He said, if I had to live life all over again, I would live it to change the lives of people. You haven't changed anything until you've changed the lives of people. Changing the world requires the changing, changing the lives of people. You have changed the lives of people. It's nice to say, and it, you know, you've got Wayne Alcorn and, and Mark Check up there saying what a great church you've built. You have changed the lives of people. You have brought people to Christ and you have invested and deposited into their hearts the grace, the love, the acceptance and the forgiveness that you receive. And we thank you for that. Lives have changed eternally because you followed God's call to Nelson Bay. I'm grateful that you gave this young punk a go. And I hope that I can take some of the seeds you deposited into my heart. I'll try and read those other books, I promise, Greg. <laughs> But there are people in Port Stephens and beyond that are now blessed and have an eternal future because you guys simply said yes. Can I pray for you guys? Father, it's us. Thank you for the gift of Greg and Robin McEwen and their beautiful kids who are just as significant a part of this journey. We thank you for the legacy that we are living in right now. We thank you for Baylife Church. We thank you for what she is 
and what she has been and for where she is headed. And I pray, God, in this transition to hope you see Port Stephens, that your grace and your peace would be all over it and that your message and your heartbeat would be so clear throughout this. We pray for Greg and Robin that you would bless them abundantly. Honour them for how they have honoured you. I thank you, God, that they can see the fruit of their labours. They can see the lives that are turned around. And I pray that they would continue to positively influence in this community. That they would show people just through the life they live how to love you, how to love people, and how to love life. And Father, for anyone in the room right now that feels they have a legacy to contribute, I ask that by your Spirit you would presence yourself with them, that they would sense your closeness, that they would sense your call. And as Bay Life transitions to hope you see, God, you know well and truly this church needs people. This church needs people to share the burden, to carry the load, and to move into the future with your heartbeat, God. We love you, God. We honour you. And once again, thank you so much for the precious gift of Greg and Robin McEwen and the years that they have invested here. In your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. because uh, you know um, in truth we couldn't do what we've done the reality of it is that but in Christ all things are possible nothing is impossible and so believe the, the dream that God's put in your heart for you, for right, for your family, for your relationships, for the church, for your ministry, for your life, for your career, for whatever realm you need the encouragement in, to know that God can do anything through us and in us if we stay true to the course. We just keep turning up. He can. That was my main strategy. Just keep turning up. Keep turning up. mantras in the early days was not to try to be incredible, just be credible. And uh, and, and that's probably <laughs> it's the main thing I've stuck with, I reckon. So what I'd like to do now is to pray for Chris and Tristan. Uh, we, and Tristan, you want to come up here? You want to say something, Robin, about that? Just come up here. I was just thinking this, come on up you guys. Um, I was just thinking this morning, I remember when we left the quarry, I was a kids, kids leader. All I'd ever done in church was lead kids. That's why I'm a bit of a maniac. And most of you that know me. But I remember feeling the mantle had been put on me. And it felt like someone had put a giant overcoat on a little girl. And that's how I felt for a long, long time when I came here. But do you know what? God grew me into the coat. It took a long time. And I don't know that I'm there yet, but I'm getting closer. And so I just want to say to you, you might feel like this big coat has been putting on you, a big burden has been put on you, but in God, you will grow into that. And that's really good for everybody here too to understand 
Greg and I today are very different people to who we were 20 years ago. Any of you that were with us in the early days, we were on L plate. We honestly had very little idea what we were doing other than we knew God wanted us to do it. And these guys are on L plates for a little while in this new role. So be, be full of grace. We all make mistakes. We're all growing. But they will. They are ready. And they are going to run with it. So I just wanted to say that to you. If you feel the coat's really big, you'll grow into it, okay? You know, the, the thing that comes to mind particularly is that, that the relationship between Elijah and Elisha and that double portion prayer and anointing. And so can we stand to our feet this morning and, and just, if you can, just lift your hands up to these guys. I just want to pray for them. And uh, God, we, we pray for that double portion anointing, God, upon them. Lord, we thank you for them. We thank you for everything they are and they're going to be in the future, God. And, uh, and Lord, we, we, we pray for that anointing to increase, God, that increase upon them on life, on their lives, upon their ministry, upon every part of their, their being, God. That God, you know, they're, they're not, no one's perfect. No one's made for a particular role. We grow into those roles. And so, God, we, we just pray for that anointing to increase. God, that, that thing that you call them to, to, to develop and to grow and to, to be more day in and day out, God. And we thank you for them. We thank you for the potential upon these guys, the potential upon this church, God, under the Hope You See banner, Lord. And, and, and Lord, more than that even, I charge this church, if you call Bay Life home, I charge you with the responsibility and the... Need to support these guys to step into roles that maybe need to be stepped into to to fill in the gaps where there's gaps to to be the mortar between the bricks sometimes to to step into that to be help the church be all that it's meant to be God because we know there's so much yet to come God the best days are ahead and God we we are so excited to see what happens and, and how this develops and grows. And, and we will be part of it. You know, we, we're going to be observers probably, but we'll be part of it. And uh, so, God, we give you all the honour and all the glory in this place, God. And we pray that all in your precious name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Ah, awesome. We've got great leaders here. We've got great people here. And I know the, 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 the future's looking so good. So, so well done. I, okay, grab a seat just quick. Now, sorry, band. We're not going to need a song. I have put 19 years' worth of photos in a three-minute song. So we've got three minutes to get, well, it might be a little longer than that. But, uh, um, but so they're going to go really quickly. And, uh, but I just thought, I can't not do it, because I do it all the time, and everyone gives me a hard time about it. So, uh, uh, so put your eyes to the screen and have a look at this quick video collage of photos.
Well, thank you so much for coming and celebrating with us today. If you're on the room or if you're online, I know that um, Bill and Dorothy are watching online this morning and um, they wish uh, they could have been here. But um, thanks for coming. And hey, I think it would only be appropriate if we invite Pastor Greg up one more time just to pray the blessing out of number six over this church. And then we're going to head out and we're going to have some cake and some coffee. Come on, let's do it. Come on, stand up. Like, you know I like to boss you around a bit, so uh, just lift your hands. Just receive this this morning because uh, I, uh, I don't know, there's, there's something about this prayer, this number six, that uh, makes a difference. So it's a blessing prayer. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. God, we thank you for what you've done here. We thank you for what you're going to do here. We thank you for what you're doing in lives right now, God, in hearts right now, God. And God, we thank you for the blessing we have as we choose you day in and day out. We give you honour and glory. We pray all that in your precious name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We'd love for you to hang around. As you've realised by the photos, there's cake for every occasion here. So we've got cake out the back. Um, now, you need to keep socially distanced. We need to do the four square metres even out the back. So you might have to spread between the building out the back and, and uh, don't have to wear masks. Okay. Um, but uh, thanks for being here today. Sorry if you visit us for the first time today. It's not always like this. But uh, um, So thanks for being with us. Have a great week. See ya. Stand on the ground.